We didn't have a chance to thank the choir director, Sylvia. We thank you very much for such a great time. And a special thank you to Randy and the choir. They did such a great job. Don't worry, it's almost 12.30. I'm not going to preach. I'm going to share with you uh, something that really affected me. But before I do that, don't you think that Keenan did a great job? Let's give him a hand. And those kids, I mean, where did they get the courage? And Randy kept training them and training them. And thank God for each and every one. And how about the sign young girl who was communicating to us. May God bless her. Courtney. And she was singing just from all her heart. Everybody. And uh, I mean, but... What can I say? A happy birthday, Jesus, Madison, and all the little ones. How could they have trained them this way? This takes a lot. I don't want to keep you anymore. Yesterday, my wife and I went and saw the movie, The Nativity. And I was so affected by it that I had a a new vision of my Savior. And I had a somehow a new hatred for this world that crucified him. And the disrespect that he is always having in this world. They respect just lower people more than they respect the Lord Jesus Christ. And when he was born, and Joseph took him and lifted up, him up high and looked at this baby, I said, this is the Savior of the world. That, that's how he was born. And my wife and I looked at each other. We were both crying. Our Savior, such a, such a lowliness, such humbleness. He was the one in the beginning. He was the one who said, I am Alpha and Omega. I am the beginning and the end to come down, to stoop down to our lowly level. Born in a manger, lived despised by many, died among thieves and went to the grave and praised God. He didn't stay there for long. He rose victorious to live forevermore. God gave him to us as the gift of the world and he brought so many gifts that we can enjoy. And the best gift he brought to this world is the gift of salvation. Yes? So before we do, if we have a merry Christmas, it's because Jesus is merry in our hearts. Because we are enjoying Christmas in our hearts. This is why we can say Merry Christmas. And this is what Bill said, but we need to be a little bit politically Correct. So this is a winter tree. I'm running for sheriff today. It's not a winter tree. And winter lights outside. No. 
How about happy holiday? How about a winter vacation for the kids? They are doing this. Well, this is a Christian celebration. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. These are Christmas lights. This is a Christmas tree. This is a Christmas vacation. And Christmas all year long. And those who do not like it, they can change countries. This is why we celebrated. This is why I think this is one of our, the best Christmas celebration we've ever had. Yesterday I was talking to my wife. She said, honey, do you remember? You have an old manuscript of a description of a man who came to this world about over 2,000 years ago. Do you still have this? I went home last night and I don't want to take more of your time. But it's apropos. And looked in my old files. And I found this little description. If you are going to be distracted, you're not going to get it. But please give me your ears for two minutes. Then I will let you go. I am the Lord. The title. That is my name. And my glory will I not give to another. There lives at this time in Judea a man of singular virtue whose name is Jesus Christ whom the barbarians esteem as a prophet but his followers love and adore him as the offspring of the immortal God. He calls back the dead from the graves. That's our Jesus And heals all sorts of diseases with a word or a touch. He is a tall man, well-shaped and of an amiable and reverend aspect. His hair of a color that can hardly be matched, falling into graceful curls, waving about and very agreeably couching his head running as a stream to the front after the fashion of a Nazarite. His forehead high, large, and imposing. His cheeks without spot or wrinkle, beautiful with a lovely red. His nose and mouth formed with exquisite symmetry. His beard and of a color suitable to his hair reaching below his chin and parted in the middle like a fork. His eyes bright blue, clear and serene, look innocent, dignified, manly and mature, in proportion of body most perfect and captivating. His arms and hands delectable to behold. He rebukes with majesty, counsels with mindness. His whole address, whether in word or deed, being eloquent and grave. No man has seen him laugh. Yet his manners 
are exceedingly pleasant. But he has wept frequently in the presence of men. He is temperate, modest, and wise. A man for his extraordinary beauty and divine perfection, surpassing the children of men in every sense. Believed to have been written by Publius Lemulus, president of Judea in the reign of Tiberius Caesar. This was a face-to-face description of your Savior. This is an old manuscript of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. And today, I want to tell you, if there is no respect in the world for him, but in the hearts of the believers, there is the greatest respect. And we bow down at his feet and say, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God coming down and we heard a voice says, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. His gift to us today is salvation. And I'm glad to say that I have received his gift. And I am happy that I am saved. Are you happy that you are saved? Otherwise, Christmas means nothing to you. Nor to anyone else. Those people who are living in the world without Christ today. Have no sense of his redeeming grace. And the love that he gave us. I want to end with this. The world has tried. In many ways. In many forms. Society. At a certain point in history. Tried everything to change man. But no one could change him. To make him the docile gentleman. Filled with compassion. With kindness. And they brought to him religion. Religion could not do it. They brought philosophy. Philosophy did not even make a dent in this man's character. Do you agree with me? On the contrary, philosophy added to his misery and ruin. New laws taught him lawlessness. And no governing body could tame his sinful heart. No human being, laws, rules, or anything offered to man could have ever saved man until the coming of the baby Jesus our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and he brought this, his gift to the whole world and he went to the cross of Calvary to save you and me and that act alone saved man and no, nothing else Only Christ can do things man cannot do. He can clean you up. 
He can save you. He can give you the right mind and change you. Only Jesus. That's what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5.17. It says, what? If any man is in Christ, he becomes a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, everything has become new. And this is what Jesus does in the life of the people. And this is what I wish to each and every one of you. This afternoon, early afternoon, that when you leave this place, if there is someone who did not enjoy the gift of the child Jesus, the gift of salvation, will leave these doors saying, I am now having Jesus in my heart as my Savior. I read a story titled, A New Man in the Suit. Remember the story. The program committee for the improvement of society. Improvement of society, I mean. Do you have any problem with that? I do. Devise a graphic means of demonstrating the effectiveness of man's grooming and his effect on society. They were so proud to do that. So they found a social derelict on skid row with long dirty hair. Nothing against long hair, but it should be clean, okay? <laughs> long, dirty hair. His face was unshaven. His clothes were ragged and filthy. His body reeked with odors of cheap liquor and filth. They cleaned him up. They gave him a bath, shampoo, shave, haircut, manicure. They even sprinkled Powder on him and added the best cologne. He was dressed in a new suit. And was presented before people as a changed man. Here is a changed man. He certainly looked apart. However, within a week, the man was back on Skid Row. Back in the gutter. Back in his former pattern of living. All the people services that altered his appearance could not change his inward nature. Friends, anyone who has the money to spend can put a man in a new suit. But only Christ can put a new man in the suit. And that's what I'm giving you this morning. The child that was born is your Savior and mine. And he can change you from within. Then it doesn't matter what you wear. And this is why, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. He becomes a new creation. He becomes different. Old has gone. The new has come. Christ alters us from the inside out. And listen, heaven is speaking. Behold, I bring you good news. A Savior is born to save you. That day when Peter stood filled with the Holy Spirit and addressed the enemies of the gospel, he unwaveringly proclaimed in Acts chapter 4 and verse 12 the following words, And there is salvation in no one else. 
For there is no other name under heaven that has been given among men by which we must be saved. Period. There is no other one. There is no other personality. There is no other prophet. There is no other. So all the gods put together. They cannot save man or change him. Except Jesus Christ. Because he changes the heart. He changes from within. He changes personalities. And he sets you free forevermore. This is the child Jesus. Give us some good news, Adol. This is the good news during this Christmas season. Christ is the God of good news. He is the bearer of good news. Because he brought salvation to this world. He brought love. He brought life. In him was life. And without him there is death. Would you welcome him into your heart today? That's my question. Would you welcome him into your heart today? Let's bow our hearts. Let's bow our eyes. Let's bow our heads. Let's bow our knees before his majesty. If you don't have Christ as your Savior this morning, you have nothing. And if you have Him as your Savior, you have everything else. You want to have a very Merry Christmas? Have Christmas in your heart. Let him be born there. You need to be born again. And with doing that, you'll be the happiest person on the face of this planet. Enjoy him this Christmas. Love him. Take him with you. Don't walk alone. He's your savior. And if there's someone here this morning who did not experience the Lord Jesus Christ as his Savior, as her Savior, I am here to give you the good news. There is still time. There is, the opportunity is there. You have the chance at this very moment to say, Lord Jesus, I take you as my Savior. And if there's someone amongst us who would like me to pray for him, for her, if you'd like me to pray for you, say, Adol, Pray for me so I can take Jesus as my Savior before I leave this place. Just lift up your hand while every eyes is closed. No one is seeing you. Lift up your hand and lower it. I can see it. Is there someone? Do you want Jesus as your Savior? Say, yes, Adel, I want him as my Savior. Lift up your arm. Just let me see your hand. Is there someone here? Amen. May God bless you. Is there another one? Another person. Don't let this this opportunity pass you by. You want to enjoy Christmas. You can't enjoy it unless Jesus is in your heart. He can change you. Is there another one before I close the meeting? Amen. Praise God. Another person, I'm going to close the meeting in about half a minute. Another person, say, Adol, pray for me. I want to take Jesus as my Savior.
as we conclude this service, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we thank you for coming down to us, leaving your heavenly abode to come to live among sinful people like us. And we thank you, you came to save us. And you did save, and you are saving, and you will save until the moment when you come back to take us to be with you. Bless those hands that were lifted up. Bless the hearts. Open these hearts. Change them. Save them. And help them to rejoice and experience the true salvation that you give. And as we get dismissed, we pray that your presence will be with us. And you will be with each and every person. And you will give us the spirit of joy, of happiness, of the true experience of the children of God to be lights to this world. And it's testimony, living testimony to what God has done in our hearts. And we give your name today all the praise, all the glory, forever and ever. Amen.